Well, now, time for the first part of my interview with, uh, with Gay Francia. Sadly, we're all aware that mental health has been on the increase right across the country, obviously coming to the fore during the COVID challenges, but it is something which has continued to be a challenge. Now, Emmanuel Church over in Southbourne have not just sat back, but decided to do something, and they have an exciting project called Wellbeing 120. Gay Francia is the project coordinator. Hello, Gay. Hello, Blair. So, Gay, tell us, first of all, what was the inspiration in getting Wellbeing 120 going? Um, well, I think the inspiration really was um, during lockdown um, and uh, where there was a real awareness of uh, people beginning to struggle with their mental and emotional well-being um, during that lockdown period. And then the sort of extended stop-start place of people coming out of lockdown and then back in. And uh, it, it really um, showed and revealed that there was a, sort of quite a bit issue um, for people and uh, those in the community. So it's a sort of of response um, and awareness of, uh, of of our of ourselves and our local community. Now, obviously, the need was there. Uh, how did you start? Because presumably, did you have any experience of, of getting a group like Wellbeing One Twenty going? Um, not not really. Only sort of the personal experience of just life's ups and downs and uh, going through that, you know, a journey of uh, you know, it being very aware that our well-being on a scale of sort of one to ten can be very varied at any one point of time. And, you know, life um, hits you with all sorts of challenges you know, disappointments, struggles. And at any one time, anybody is on a, a scale or a graph of well-being. It could be a good one out of the top and it could be in the middle or it could be quite low down. So well-being really was getting a focus, uh, you know, in my own life, in my own mind about how to respond to that. And of course, as you say, one in three, they say, will suffer from form, some form mm. of mental health challenges at some point during their lives. And I guess that that's sadly got worse, hasn't it, in recent days? It has. It has. So in, so in terms of, uh, of your approach, wh- where did you start? I mean, did, did you look around to see where you might get some training, some support? I did, yeah. We did find uh, that there was a really excellent course called The Wellbeing Journey, which um, I took a couple of groups um, through, which was sort of an online session because we were in lockdown at that time. Um, and, and that was really, really valuable. I found that incredibly valuable um, as a resource, you know, looking at different aspects of, of our well-being, which is, you know, is quite broad. I, I had my, my mind really open to really what well-being was all about. It's not just our physical and emotional and mental well-being, but there's also relational well-being, maybe vocational, maybe financial. And it was an excellent series to, to go through. And people gave some very good feedback that were on that online course and after that we thought well you know well, what is next how do we respond to really um helping ourselves maintain a good sense of our inner well-being um as we journey through life and uh, so we looked around uh, for something that we could do that was in person and found the well the renew well-being charity which um really did equip churches to open sort of simple cafe style spaces um where little hobbies and activities are um shared or and um, new skills learnt um that also ran alongside a quiet room or a prayer space where inner habits of well-being were shared as well and um, we just thought this was an excellent model and we really wanted to get involved in that 
Now, of course, that approach was three-pronged. Prayer, you've already mentioned. The second yeah. one being present, I guess, being present mm. for people where they are. Yeah. And, and, mm. the, and the final one, of course, partnership. So, yeah. obviously, as a church, did you already have prayer groups going and so on? Um, in terms of partnership, well, this really is more about um, using our local partnerships that um, deal with people with mental health and emotional uh, challenges. So it's really through um, social uh, prescribing and uh, GPs, community mental health teams, all those sort of um, uh, people would access uh, those that would be um, interested in the sort of approach that we were being able to offer to the community. So it's in that sense of being in partnership. Um, prayer it really is the main thing of renewed well-being, um, incredibly important, um, uh, and also learning inner habits of prayer as well. Um, now, having said that, from the outset, was it in your mind that, that what you were going to do would be just for Christians, or, or was it open to anybody? Oh, oh, definitely open to everyone, definitely. Um, and... Uh, and, and we certainly have been attracting everyone, people of um, any faith or no faith. Uh, everyone is really welcome um, and really have a need to belong to something. And it helps reduce social isolation. Um, you know, it really is a place where people can encounter you know, love and, um, or God's love and really develop, um, you know, those inner practices of uh, good well-being. Now, you obviously, having done the training, uh, you're all set. You, you, I guess, talk to your various partners, GP surgeries and so on. Mm -hmm. The day mm -hmm. comes for the launch. Uh, did you get a good response? We did. We, we did have a really, really good response. Um, we'd uh, advertised, obviously, a word of mouth, um, and we had uh, some people that we knew, but immediately we had people that we didn't know coming along and um, other people that were bringing referees to our group um, started to come right from the word go, really. So it was a really good, encouraging response. We were thrilled. Started with about 12 people and uh, and we've gone on from there. Well, Gay Francia is my guest today. We've been talking about an exciting, innovative project called Wellbeing 120, based at Emmanuel Church over in Southbourne. Uh, Gay, obviously, we just talked about the successful launching. Like you said, there were about 12 people turned up. Now, in terms of, of what people can expect, when they when they came at the beginning, and if I was to show up now, what would I experience? Oh, well, coming through uh, the door, I think you know if you're struggling with emotional or mental challenges, I think that you know we recognise immediately it's a brave place to come through the the doors of a church and come to a new space. People can be feeling very sensitive and maybe a bit afraid, but uh, you'd be you'd be warmly welcomed and uh, gently. Um, introduced to to uh, part of our, some of our team or myself and uh, we would have a little gentle chat uh, and uh, just describe what we do but uh, what's available there as I say these hobbies that people can make come along with maybe it's maybe it's knitting or maybe it's a game um, and it's an opportunity just to join in and um, be part of a, a community where it's very safe to be um, not okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay so, to not be okay. Mm, that's right. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, with games and with you know with creative things and so on, there's a bit of fun attached to it, and I guess yeah. also the the ability to 
meet people, you know, and, 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 and realize I am not alone. I guess that's an important element. Very, very important. Yes, there's a sort of a comfort that uh, people really have experienced maybe emotional or mental health challenges and uh, and they start to relax and feel much more comfortable. Um, yeah, it, it isn't easy coming through to a new group uh, at, at any one time. We do have that quiet room um, where people can withdraw um, and just have a, a, a more quiet chat or just sit and feel the, the the sense of quietness around them before they feel brave enough to come back to the group. That's available too. And of course, as you said just at the beginning, I think one of the hardest things, I guess, you okay, you might be signposted to go along to this great group, but having the courage to go through the door, mm. and I guess mm. maybe even to go through a door of a church into the great unknown, it, mm. it, I guess it, it, it takes a bit of courage, doesn't it, just to begin with? It does. It does. It does take a lot of courage. And, uh, yeah, we, we recognize that. People need to be really welcomed and made to feel that they are understood and are not judged and that we're very gentle with them. Now, if we were packing the Hope FM studio with a number of people who've gone through your group or who are currently uh, participating in the group, and I said to them, OK, well, Gay's told me always all these wonderful things about Wellbeing 120. <laughs> what do you have to say about it? What sort of feedback have you had in terms of the impact in people's lives as a result of what you're doing? Well, we've had some really good uh, feedback over the past. We've asked for written feedback, but we, we also get um, them saying, you know, how they really feel that the group has helped them to um, get back into feeling part of the community or uh, meeting others, sharing, talking, um, just being a little bit more open, being aware of their um, journey of well-being. Maybe they need time to talk, maybe um, you know, maybe it, it meets the need and they don't need to come back. But uh, many have said how much they've really appreciated the safe space and uh, the welcome that they find. And, and they have really stayed with it and uh, have enjoyed it. And of course, that must be incredibly encouraging for you. And of course, because you have volunteers who, who work with you, haven't you? We do. Yes. Yes, it's very, very encouraging. And we love to see the diverse uh, people that come through the door and uh, spend that couple of hours each week with us. And we really see changes in, you know, in some. And how, how do you fund it? Where, where does the money come to, you know, to, to keep the wheels turning? Well, Emmanuel um, provides a lovely space for us. Um, we ask for a donation, a small donation, if they're able to put towards any refreshments. And uh, we've had other people that have sort of given us donations to keep funds and craft and uh, other resources that we need ticking over. So um, you know, we've been managing financially, yes. And also Emmanuel have um, have invested in some staff hours to to make sure that the the project is um, is coordinated well. Obviously. Uh, we all know that there can be some significant waiting time for um, for people to access services and so on. Um, how accessible, if somebody is referred to you, uh, is there a waiting list? Is it difficult to join one of your groups? Yes, the group is very accessible, Blair. Uh, anyone can come along. There's uh, advertising locally as a poster at the front. Um, it's advertised within um, a, a, you know, a few um, 
public spaces and anyone can come along. No one needs a referral, but uh, people can also be referred by you know statutory agencies as well. So it is accessible. And if, if somebody wanted to check the group out, can they go to your website? Where, where can they get some further information? Yes, if you go to emmanuelsouthbourne.org website, um, there is more information um, and also an email that you can write to me for any questions anyone might have. Well, Gay, thank you for being my guest today. As you go forward, have you got any future plans? Um, for Wellbeing 120? Yes, yes, we do. We would love to extend um, a little bit more into and invest a little bit more into the group. And maybe we have a vision of um, helping other uh, churches open their own well-being space for the community so that um, during the week there is somewhere for anyone to go Monday to Friday. So that's definitely a vision that we have for, for Southbourne.